Hi, folks. Um, since it's me this week as the interview guest, I, I don't know what the content warnings are yet, but probably just the usual, which starts with we have animals. Oh, yeah. And there, there are six baby chickens in my office. They just came in today, so they're going peep, peep, peep. Yes, uh, most of the, the cats are locked out of the office because it is now a chicken. Yeah, band, but, but... It's, it's a chicken, it's a cat-safe brooder, but we, we can go into that. Um, but, yeah, speaking of cats, the cats may cause a ruckus. The dog may cause a ruckus. It's still light out, so a rooster may cause a ruckus. Ruckuses happen. And that... Did you let the dog back in? Yes. Okay. Speaking of the dog, uh, which also leads to the bit where we swear often at animals. Someone suggested that we make a t-shirt or a sticker of that. What, that we swear usually, Off, usually at, at animals? Yeah. yeah. Um, but we'll also swear for other reasons, just because it's... Some people say swearing is a sign of, of what? Uh, uh, limited vocabulary. Limited vocabulary. I say that sometimes you just can't express things appropriately without the, the right emphasis. Sometimes things just fucking suck. Yeah. Yeah, that is, that is a thing. That is the truth. So, um, hi folks. Welcome to Productivity Alchemy episode 250 something. Which hopefully won't fucking suck. Right. Uh, something <laughs> I never imagined would happen. <laughs> When I, when I started this, uh, five years, 250 episodes, starting it on a sixth year, mind blown. Oh, yeah. Mind blown. It's... You know? You, you eat the whale one bite at a time. The trick is just to never look at the whale. Right. So, yeah, here we are. It's, it's been a blast. I've enjoyed pretty much every minute of it. Thank you all for listening. Now that that's out of the way, um, how was your week productive in terms of productivity? I'm going to get to mine after. Uh, yeah. Pretty good. Mm -hmm. I uh, I made word count just fine last week. I have been doing it this week. Uh, the book is due not this coming Friday, but the one after. Yeah. And I have to be done by then. Right. Like, it's not, I hope I'm done. It's if the book has to be done. So uh, yeah. I'm a uh, little tense. little tense. little tense. Going to be tense. working this weekend, I yeah. expect. And yeah. Uh, okay. uh, yeah, so yeah. Well, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's a lot. That's oh, yeah. A lot. But the garden continues to grow. Oh, yes. The garden is in good shape. The garden is in great shape. We built a, uh, while I was out of town this past weekend, you and Shepard built a catio. Yes. Which I finalized the attachments of and put the window door in today. And Sergey was immediately like, oh, hey, a catio. And, um, and then it was immediately like, but I would still rather run outside because you don't chase me if I'm in the catio. And where is the fun of that? Uh, well, some of it, yeah. Um, but the other thing is he immediately, today, he got out the door and he went immediately to the Cherokee Sedge. Like he does and started... A type of grass. Yes, a type of grass. And um, immediately started, like, nomming on it or chewing at it or whatever. And I'm like, maybe the catio needs some plants. So uh, while I was picking up baby chicks, I picked up some wheat grass for him. And I, I have started it Ooh, ah. on the back deck. So Excellent. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. And I've got a, um, a cat tree coming for out there, an outdoor cat tree that I got on clearance. Oh, good, good. So... 
So that'll help. Um, boy, it's going to be fun, like, pulling the pieces through the window and assembling it and then trying to get back out the window or, or however that's going to work. I haven't quite figured it out yet. I, I mean, I told you not to bolt it down until the stuff was in it, but it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. That window opens really wide, and the big challenge will mostly be keeping the dog out of it. Anyway, yeah, uh, otherwise it's been work, work, work. Um, yeah, it has just, just yeah. been work. Yeah, I did spend the weekend in National Harbor, Maryland for the first uh, conference for, like, MAGFest in January. This thing is so big and so many moving parts that they have two pre-event planning conferences. Um, and it was good to be there in person. Um, not just to get some socialization, but because there are connections you make. Yeah. And there are discussions you end up having in person that never quite materialize over, like, we're doing a Zoom session or we're having, or, you know, I'm on Slack just throwing something out there. I have so. seen one con mm -hmm. successfully duplicate that experience. Just one. Uh, it was Crossings Con. Oh, ah, uh, yes. And they basically made a little world mm -hmm. that it was a little virtual world and you had a little icon that uh that walked around it and that there were little there was a little virtual table and when you were seated at the table it, on one of it was basically a spot where everyone who had their little icon in the room could hear you talking it, oh wow yeah and, I, I think uh, I, I think I might have played with that yeah and then and yeah I can't remember the name of it but it was really cool but once you like got off the the stage you your little icons could still stand around in a little knot and talk and you could hear each other oh wow but once you were like two or three squares away you were away from the discussion so you could actually have the follow-up discussion afterward yeah and people did and it was really really an amazing use of the the tech i was yeah. very impressed um so i'll have to find that um so i can link it because it I, I do remember trying it with work and it was really, really cool. Yeah, it was it was super neat. It it was the only one that has really duplicated the uh, the con sort yeah, of experience yeah. in that regard. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. But I'm as with anything so big and so moving, the planning for a January event starts in May. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, and I was looking over the other things we've got coming up and when, and just, I'm not going to talk to you about them because they'll go in your brain and just sit there like big lumps. They're all future things, so yes. don't worry about them. Uh, yeah. Yes, I am I am going to not worry about them. Yeah. And I finished, uh, today was the last Building a Second Brain class. Cool. Um, and it was the, the premium question and answer session. It is, I have learned so much and I have yet to absorb all of it that I'm probably going to be going back through a lot of the lectures and things just to cement bits in because that's it's you know if you're into organizing and uh, taking information and transforming it and creating new things from it and, and things like that it's amazing it is just incredible and I have learned a lot um, and I asked some of the people who were, who were moderators and mentors, uh, in the course to, uh, come on the show. 
So well, we've got, hopefully I will have some of those coming up in the next couple months. Awesome sauce. All kinds of fun stuff. But you know what we should do? Um, uh, drink some water. Yes, hydration is very important. Yeah. Um, we should probably think about that interview this week, which is me. And suddenly I'm this nervous about dude, yeah. 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 This is, you, have I been, have I said I've been nervous about being interviewed for this before? That would require me to go back and check, check the tapes. Okay. Yeah. And neither of us really has time to go back and check the tapes right now. I could now. be playing Medieval Dynasty right now, but I love you a lot. Okay. That's fair. So, um... <laughs> Yeah, I guess we'll be back uh, with our interview this week, which is, oh shit, me, right after this. Sunny podcaster, uh, person who does stuff with computers. You used to be a sysadmin. Are you still a sysadmin? I mean, sort of. The name has changed, and so have the responsibilities. Okay, so what? The, what? What the, do you? Actually I do? I am now a um, capacity site reliability engineer. So he's one of those. Yes. And he also podcasts a lot and does a podcast that I am sure you heard of if you are listening to this because it is called Productivity Alchemy. Yeah, I also did this little thing. Uh, uh, was the voice on on this little thing called the Hidden Almanac? Once upon a time. Yeah, it, 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 there were there were only a few episodes. Only a couple. Yeah. 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 And uh, you keep chickens. I keep chickens. Yes. Yes. It is. It is one of your great joys in life. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So hi. Hi. Hi, everybody. Uh, well, okay. Uh, please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do. So, yeah, um, I, I'm going to do a, a little better job of introducing myself. Hey. Hey. That's how I always do it. It's like, so can you do a better job introducing yourself <laughs> oh, than okay. I did? Because, yeah. Um, so, hi, I'm Kevin Sunny. I host Productivity Alchemy. I work for this little company called Elastic um, doing... Capacity site reliability engineering. That means I spend a lot of time every day looking at how many machines we're using, how many machines we should be using, how many we're going to need, how many more than we need are we using, and how can I clean it all up? How, where can I, where can I save money is a lot of that equation. And then on the flip side is, um, lately has been automating a lot of tasks, the engineering part of it, um, to make sure that um, instead of someone having to go in and manually type in commands or browse through a 15-step process on the web console for a cloud provider like Amazon or Azure, um, that it's like sort of a one-button push thing. Um, so this is a thing... 
Yes, little chicken. I know, right? Uh, this is a this is like a maintain a maintaining things job. It is it is not. No. Uh, well, is this a a job where someday you will be done? Like you click a button so, and now it is fixed, and you <laughs> and you have discovered you know penicillin and can not the next thing. Quite um, there. There is there is some of the let's take the things that we have to do a lot and make them okay. Click a button and they go away, or set up rules so that if a condition is detected, they are fixed by themselves. But then there's the other things that that become involved. We're working on basically back-end functions so that other people in the company can essentially push the same buttons without us having to do it. And that's going to grow and that's going to expand. And it's uh, so there's there are some there are small projects that will finish in the broader scope, but the overall of are we spending too much money on machines? Do we have enough machines? Are we spending, you know, do we need to buy more? Do we need to reduce the number we have? That's going to go on. That's, that's like an ongoing thing. Um, and I have this book I need to read called Cloud FinOps, which is all about, because that's a lot of what I'm doing now is financial operations for our cloud stuff. Um, that's like day job. And yeah, the rest of the time, I read books, I do podcasts, I cook, I raise chickens. I'm, stu- you know, the the chicken breeding program that I wanted to start is um, we're on phase two. Yes, we're on phase two, which is um, starting to bring up the the one the other breed that I want to cross of the two breeds I want to cross together. So that's happening now. I figured it was, for whatever reason, I decided instead of buying a shitload of chicks last year, I was doing it in smaller lots so that, you know, we didn't have... I think it was so you could shove them under one chicken because you only yes. had one broody chicken. So yes. if you bought like 20 chicks, right, then right. Uh, uh, she couldn't have taken care of them all. No. Um, and this year, uh, and part of this year's lot, since we lost that broody chicken, poor one out for Buffy, everybody. Um is two of that same breed that are famous for being Buff Orpingtons. Buff Orpingtons, yes, for being broody mamas who raise chicks just like whoa. And so hopefully next year I won't be buying chickens. I'll be hatching chickens and that's their job. Right. All the chickens that I've I've gotten except this latest batch of six have jobs. Uh I bought this batch of six of bantam cochins because i just like bantam cochins yes and you have a little bantam rooster that you love and, and you he's, wanted yeah. to get him friends he needs he needs more hens he's only got two yeah and uh he needs a flock all his own <laughs> yes so yeah but that's that's what i do well and you travel and you go I, to yeah cons, i travel i go to cons. At cons. yeah and, and i go to concerts and that's something that I guess I had taken a long break from for obvious reasons. Oh, yeah. Wave hands in air, all the world, right? Um, but that started up again. I have managed in the last six months to see new acts who I'd never seen before and some old favorites. And that seems and to be... strike off a couple of venues that we're not taking precautions seriously. Uh, yeah, um, but... Uh, um, and then it's rolling back around and we're, we're going to see how it, you know... How it goes is there's 
oh my god, Bloody Wood is coming to the local 506, one of my favorite venues. They're coming in November. I already checked my schedule and bought tickets. Um, <laughs> because I was like, there's no way, unless I'm literally out of town for something, there's no way I'm missing one of my favorite metal bands, the only Indian metal band that I know of, um, that I love. I'm, there's no way I'm going to miss this show. Um, yeah, and the same with uh, uh, later this month. I'm seeing The Who, right? The Mongolian metal band. I am so thrilled that, and yes. The Hue. The Hue. And yes. I got the meet and greet. Oh, so cool. I, yeah. So uh, Shepard had words. I, no, I'm very impressed. <laughs> yeah. like, even I like The Who. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, let's get to question two. Okay. How do you keep yourself organized? So it's been a journey this year. It's been um, a journey the last six years, honestly. Well, it has. Yes. But one of the things I did in the last year was I basically changed everything to use the uh, basically the second brain para format. Um, so all of my what email. What is that when it's at home? What is that? Okay. So what you do is is you have four folders essentially: um, projects, areas, resources, and archive. Right. These are your four. P-A-R-A. Okay. And um, basically, I have all of my drives uh, on, you know, the document, all my documents, folders, my uh, same in Dropbox, same in my email. I have this same folder structure. And then when I'm starting a project or a project has evolved into something that needs more than just, you know, two emails, I create a folder for it. So... For every convention we're going to, every trip we're going on, I have a folder in my email to store all of that. As I finish with them, I move them to the archive folder. Um, areas are things like, that's where I keep my Ursula folder. And all the things associated with Ursula, or the D&D folder, or... I, I shudder to think what's in the Ursula folder. Um, every... Uh, every book draft you've sent me. Um, every time you send me here are plane reservations. They, uh, a copy goes in the one for that particular event, uh, the project for that event, and the other one goes in the Ursula folder so that I can find it later. Um, you know, if you're traveling without me, that goes in the Ursula folder. Um, you know, and, and under, um, do you have a chicken folder? I do. I have, I have the 2022 chickens project which is dealing with the orders and all the stuff involved with them this year. I have uh, a longer-term chicken folder in areas. Not to interrupt, but wh speaking of chickens, who is this little black and gray poof? What, what uh, variety it, are they? Does it have the gray wings? Yes. Yeah, so that is a, um, I believe that is a silver-laced cochin. Okay, well, he or she is loud. and These are yes. supposed to be uh, uh, all They're all hens. hens. Yeah, they're all supposed to be hens. Yes. We, we, I know we don't necessarily believe that, which is why they remain nuggets until, until, yeah, but they're, yeah, the, they're... Uh, I got there and Hillary at the feed store was like, these are the three varieties I got in. And I'm like, well, I ordered five. So can you add one on and give me two of each? And Hillary was like, yeah, cause you know, what is it? Another buck 50 or two fifty or yeah. whatever it is for them. So, Hey, let's do it. Um, Anyway, sorry, anyway, yes. Yeah, no. So, okay, that, that's your, your folder organization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that that is what, I mean, that, that sort of forms the basis for everything else. When I need something related to a project, whether it's for work or a trip or whatever, it's, 
in a folder. It is, uh, if it is a note, and I've put a lot of stuff in Evernote, and like Evernote is becoming, Evernote is going to be, at least at the moment, my second brain, where I'm keeping all things that, that long, big, collection of snippets, articles, um, highlights from things, all of that is going into Evernote. Same structure. And yeah, there's a Ursula folder in there, there under areas. There is a chicken breeding, you know, 2022 chickens folder in there under projects so that wherever I go, I can look and find what I'm looking for quickly. Hey, wait, wait, what, what folder is my folder in? Areas. Okay. Yeah, you're not a project, you're oh, an area. Oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. was a little concerned. <laughs> no, 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 it's, it's understandable, understandable. Yeah. Um, resources is also, resources where you put things like, here are, um, like, I keep all of my receipts and resources. Mm, yeah. uh, you know, anything related to money, anything that, that is referenceable, but maybe not actionable. And then the archive is basically where everything else goes. So when I finished... Um, when I finish this episode, right, mm-hmm. I'm going to go into my productivity, my my year five productivity alchemy project. Well, actually, I think that one's just, a, yeah, project. I'm going to take that, I'm going to check it off, and then I'm going to take that project folder, and I'm going to put it in archive. Ah, and start year six. And start year six with all my notes and things in the year six folder. And uh, you use a, a dealy bob there. Uh, oh, man, this is, this is one of my favorite the 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 tech upgrades and the toolkit upgrades I think in the last year that have just been uh, um, for the best. Uh, last year I upgraded or I swapped an iPad Mini for um, a standard sized iPad Air because my eyes were just not happy with the Mini anymore. Um, but I still ran into the it's terrible to write on. Yes. Right. It is terrible to write on. It is. Um, you know, uh, the character recognition is meh, you have to figure out what app works best, blah, blah, blah. And then one of my coworkers said, hey, I just bought this thing, here's a discount code. And the thing is the Remarkable too, and I've talked about it before um, in passing, but this is um, everything I was doing on paper before, right? I had a paper journal, I had a paper, or a paper planner, I had all my productivity al- alchemy notes uh, on paper. Everything that I would write normally is going into this now. It has been a just a it has really changed how I store that sort of information I'm no longer worried about I'm going to scribble a note on a piece of paper and lose it I just put it in the quick sheets in here and I got really lucky when I on the timing when I bought it they now charge money for their cloud service but because I bought it before they started charging when it was free they said it's free for you forever Oh, good. So you're the legacy. I'm, I, yeah, I get the legacy, which means I get uh, sync to, I can export and import from Google Drive or Dropbox or use their character recognition where I can highlight things on screen and they'll convert it to text and then I can just send it straight into Evernote. Or, you know, I can export to PDF and have it on my desktop. And that's actually what the other thing I will be doing is I'll be taking the year five productivity alchemy notebook I have in here. Um, which is partial because this ha- came in halfway through. Right. And I'm going to print out that PDF, punch holes in it, and put it in my my giant books of productivity alchemy interview notes from the last five years. 
Um, I promise I'm paying attention. It's just that the only place I can sit involves an excellent view of day old chicks. I know. And it's like, and they. That's why they're on the other side of the desk behind my monitors because otherwise I'd get nothing done. And they have little floofy feet. They have tiny, tiny Tiny little floofy feet. Downy feet. Yes. They're like a day old and they still have fluffy feet. Yeah, I know. It's it's just bullshit, is what it is. Yeah, so. at, at the end of the day, though, uh, like, I'm using, I, I, I'm changing, or I've changed to a system that lets me store and find things faster. I've started using tools um, like uh, Evernote, like the Remarkable, um, the... I mean, you've been an Evernote user for ages. But I, but I, it's just it, organization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just been. Oh, I'll throw it in. I'll throw it in. I'll throw it in. Crap. How do I? Yeah, I'll just search to find things. And no, that doesn't work. You can't. Um, one of the things Tiago talks about um, is that you can now start to make leaps based on the contents of notes because you can scan through it faster. Because you already know, like, here are clippings, here are clippings related to this or that. There's there's a whole process um, that I am not going to get into because, um, at least not now, because I could spend all day talking about it. All but, right. Well, we're yeah. actually breaking here into number three, which is what systems and or habits are valuable to you? And we just covered the system with yeah. the, the thing. So yeah. what habits are valuable so, to you? So um, first and foremost, automation. Like, I have been really big on let us... Anything that I need to do more than about three times, if I can, I want to automate it away, right? Let me just tell you, as his wife, this is occasionally maddening. <laughs> like, how much time have you spent automating watering the chickens? Oh, that's done. That's been done for like a month and a half. Okay. It works. I can push a button on my desk and it'll refill them. Uh, I just have to go change the batteries in the in the one water switch. The, uh, it, it, okay, now, how long did it take you to do that? Um, and how many times did you flood the, the chicken enclosure? So, I did not flood the chicken enclosure. At least once you flooded, you, you, you did. Okay, at least. Oh, right, because uh, there was once or twice. Before I had the automatic valves in, I would, uh, I've been using, like, we collect rainwater. It goes into barrels. And if I forget, I would forget to turn off the rain barrels. And so the hose would be connected to a waterer with a rain barrel, right? This was not automation. This was manual. And if I forgot to turn off the rain barrel... I am being gesticulated at internet. Yes. But if I forgot to turn off the rain barrel, right, water would flow. Um, problem solved by making it so that the, uh, the switches that deliver the water to the different places turn themselves off. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, there was, there was trial and error. There was experimentation. But... Um, I have done something that I, I have not seen anyone else do on the internet. And that is, that is, no, and no. That, that is, you know, and, but that's, that, there's also some hobby to that, right? Oh, I yeah. love figuring out how to do these things. You are a tinkerer. Yes. At, like, um, at heart. Yeah. And the, so I, I use, you know, um, some tools like Home Assistant and Node Red. Uh, I am not writing every single line of code and programming chips because why I don't have, I don't feel the need to go to that level. I, I will put together a, a script or a visual flow where I can follow along what it's doing and it lights up little dealy bobbies on the web interface if I want to. Um, but yeah, um, 
sometimes it does madden you like if the voice assistants go down and now you can't turn off the lights to in the bedroom yes uh, you, you kept automating things and yep. then i would be unable to turn the lights on or off manually right and but you'll notice that when i did the new lights yes you 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 were careful to throw in a manual override for all of them and i am grateful well the manual override was always there it's just this time the manual override wasn't you have to crawl under the couch to get to it yes that, that I, yes. I i appreciate that yeah. um yeah i love voice assistants i've been using more of the apple one um I've been using more of the less of the Amazon one and the Google one doesn't work for shit. Yep. So yeah, that one, everybody's like, Oh, you can automate it away with this. And I'm like, it's crap. The only one that's really doing a good job is the Amazon one. And I really worry about it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the Amazon one is the best technology, but married to the, the scariest and most annoying. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so... Um, Not that I trust either of the other two mega companies, but at least they don't keep trying to sell me shit. Yeah, like, um, of, of the three of them, at this point, frankly, this is going to sound terrible. Apple's the most trustworthy with your data. Truly, we live in, in I know. dark times. I know. So how do you decide what to do first? Uh, it depends on the day. Um, so I... You know, I, okay, let's be honest. The first thing I do every morning is I feed the dog. Yep. Because usually it the reason I'm up whenever I'm up is because of the dog and the cat. And if it's 4.30, and by cat specifically, I mean Sergi. Um, and the cat, you know, and Sergi will get fed. And if it's 4.30 in the morning and I can go back to sleep, great. That is the first thing I will do in the day, is I will feed the animals and I will go back to sleep. This is perhaps a more granular answer right, right, than, right, right, than right. we necessarily uh, but, need. Yeah, but my, my morning routine is like, yeah, um, I'll get up. Depending on if I feel like it or not, or if I'm up extra early, I will poke at the internet a little bit. Um, and But if I'm... If it's like my alarm has gone off and it's time to get moving, I'm, you know... Uh, like the last week, I have been getting my shower and brushing my teeth and all that stuff before I'm having coffee. On a weekend, when I'm the only person awake, then I will get coffee and I will enjoy my coffee and... Um, Sometimes sit on the porch with your chickens. And, yeah, and read my, read my email and, and check Twitter and that sort of thing. Um, and then uh, if it's a work day... Um, that usually defines what I do next, which is, you know, I feed the chickens, I get my, possibly refill my coffee, I settle in, and I start looking at what's coming overnight. Um, so that is, that is largely decided for you. I, yes, there is, uh, um, someone I was talking to called it, um, this past weekend, called it OPP, Other People's Problems. Ah, yes. Other People's Problems are my problems some, uh, sometimes. Uh, if I'm lucky, like, today I got a lot of work done, and we were reviewing it, and it's like, okay, tomorrow morning, here's the next step, and that's what I'm going to be doing tomorrow morning. And I already know. You know, uh, sometimes it's, I roll in, and there are three fires, and two of them are things that only our team can address, and I'm the only one in U.S. time zone at the time, because uh, half my team is in Europe and the other half is here in the States. 
And if I'm the first one on from the States, guess who gets, you know, shit rolls downhill. And I'm at the bottom of that hill. So. All right. Yeah. Um, what is the best advice or feedback you've been given? And you've had to answer this question like six times. So it's okay if best is just best for the last year. I Well, yeah. And that's, that's the thing, actually. Um, and I need to fix that. The rephrasing has been, um, what's the best advice... Um, you've given, you've been given or would give somebody else. Um, and there were so many big nuggets in this building a second brain in the mentor sessions. Um, one that stuck with me though is that, uh, progress over perfection. Oh yeah. Right. As if, if, you know, there is a, a big desire, especially when you're doing something like, you have paid money to take this course, so you want it to be perfect. You want everything to be perfect. And humans are messy. Humans are messy. And, and if you can make some progress and it's not perfect, but it works for you, great. And even Tiago in today's question and answer was like, look, this is the framework that I started with. And this is, and that's how I teach it. But I talk to people and they're like, you know what? projects and areas doesn't work for me. So it's dreams and aspirations or, you know, whatever. He's like, that's great. If you take it and you make it your own and you grow and it works for you, that's what it's really about. And I think we don't spend enough time talking about doing, like, we look at a process or we look at like, okay, yes, the first time I cook a recipe, and this is advice I picked up from you, I follow it. I follow the recipe pretty exactly. He's saying advice so so kindly instead of, for the love of God, will you just follow the recipe for once? Yeah, yeah, but now, but I've, I've incorporated that. The first time I make something, now I follow the recipe. The second time I make something, I might tweak it. Yes. Um, by the third or fourth time I make a recipe, I probably have enough of it memorized. I don't actually have to look anymore, and I'm making other tweaks. I made... I forgot to order to put um, the chipotles, the canned chipotles that we use in the bean soup right. on the list. And so I didn't have the chipotles. And so I improvised a little. I don't think it was as good. I think the chipotles and the uh, adobo sauce add a, a little extra depth. But I threw in um, to get some more umami that we would get from that. I used some of the um, nutritional yeast that Dino recommended for his potato soup, right? Um, and I got that umami that I was looking for. Just it yeah. didn't have the same impact as that adobo, right? I mean, it, it was for yeah. a crap we're out of the thing. It was perfectly solid. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, but that's the thing. Um, I know it's not going to be perfect. I know even if I, oh my God, the people who are just like, I made the recipe and it tastes delicious, but it looked nothing like the photograph. Of course it didn't look anything like the photograph. You're not a professional food designer and photographer, for fuck's yeah, sake. Yeah, plating is, and, yeah. and food photography is a whole art A whole form. other thing, yeah. yeah. Um, but if I can make it taste a little better or improve the amount of time it takes a little each time, great. Um, every time I capture a note or I you know, tweak my system after this last overhaul, it's little things, not big overhauls, right? And if maybe I find out that Evernote doesn't work for me, you know I have wandering feet when it comes to what technology I'm using. Uh, yes. I am very fickle at times. 
Uh, and if something stops working for me, I will just be like, well, nope, on to the next thing. But now I have a framework. That's a big thing. Have a framework so that it isn't, so that the thing that works for you isn't like, yes, I have to replace Evernote with Apple Notes, right? But the framework's there so it I don't have to rebuild all my habits. Gotcha. Right. Don't do things that will require you to rebuild all your habits. Just, you know, tweak, tweak little things. That's, that's the advice I would give these days. That's good advice. Yeah. And progress, Lord knows, is the enemy of perfection. That the thing with writers, everyone's like, yes, the book is perfect in your head, but you can't edit anything until you have it out on the page. Yes. Yeah. So, yes, you, you kill a book when you write it, and it will never be as good as the one in your head, but that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. All right. Do you celebrate your success? And if so, how? All right. I also need to update the page because I reversed those questions so we'd have the the happy one last. All right. Well, then, you just gave me the notes, man. I know. I know. How do you... Also, there's a typo in here. Okay, then we'll fix all that after. Yes. It says, yeah. how to you deal with failure <laughs> or when you miss a goal? Um. So when we started this, I was very much in the, uh, well, I'm going to go beat myself up for an hour or so. Ah, yes, the BoJack Horseman model. Well, no, well, BoJack Horseman spent, spent the entire day, month, year beating himself up for stuff he, he, you know, he did when he was three, right? I have drugs to keep me from doing <laughs> that now um, and have for several years, but I am much more likely now. Um, 99.9% of the time I am now in the, okay, first, if it impacted another person, apologize and mean it, right? Except admit that you fucked up. You know, if it impacts another person, admit you fucked up, apologize, and then do everything in your power to fix it. If it is fixable, right? Um, and I usually skip the middle piece if the like the only thing that is impact is like something i'm doing okay i fucked up let's fix it you know because usually you need to fix immediately and then we'll roll back and i'll roll back and i'll try to figure out what went wrong where it went wrong how i can avoid it in the future because um i don't think of failure anymore as a bad thing or uh, missing a goal sometimes bad thing but i also communicate i've also learned to communicate early on okay look i don't think this is going to land at that point can we renegotiate so that i don't always up... communicate yeah absolutely can, uh, art directors and editors can work with uh this will be late they yeah. cannot work with Okay, it's the deadline and I don't have it. <laughs> yeah, and the, one of the most stressful jobs I had, the most unreasonable stressful jobs I had, was where we had a project manager who would say, great, we would sit down, we would do our two-week planning for what our deliverable was for this sprint, for these two weeks, and then two days later would show up and be like, hey, here's a bunch of other stuff that needs to be done right now. And I would be like, great, but what about the other things? Oh, we already told the customer they would be done on time. So in addition to what you already agreed to do, we're piling on more work and we're not letting you renegotiate. That that was one of the reasons I was on the fast track to, you know, running, setting my hair on fire, running around the yard screaming while I was naked. 
And it would, ha- and since there's no hair left on my head, that's a sight. Well, you have a beard. I do. Yes. Yeah. We'll move on from there. Yeah. Um, yeah. How do you celebrate uh, your successes? Um, I do. There's the little successes where it's just like, ooh, I'll sit here and I'll do a little happy dance in my chair or, you know, yes, in the, you know, um, while I'm walking out getting a, a drink or something like that. Sometimes it's the boom shaka laka laka happy dance through the kitchen. Um, and uh, I... I don't feel the need to reward myself with material things. I might hop on Slack or be like, check this out. Um, my biggest cheerleader is my former manager. Um, she just stepped down from being a manager and come back to be, uh, like another site reliability engineer like me. Um, which, you know, it is good to know yeah, when, absolutely. when managing does not make you happy. Yeah. She also, um, uh, I've known many people who, who, were good at something and thus were made managers and they no, they were just good at the thing. They were bad at managing. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, or, or, or hated it. Yeah. Um, and I was talking to my new manager who is purely a people manager and she's like, this is, she is upfront about here's what I'm here for. Here's what I, I don't understand any of the technology you guys work with, you folks work with, but I'm probably going to learn because she's, she was a technical person beforehand, but like, here's all the things I can help you with. And I'm like, great. And, you know, that there's a a little bit of a, I will tell her about successes, right? Especially with work or, um, you know, or I'll tell you, you know. um, And I will be like, that's awesome. I don't understand any of it, but go you. Yeah, yeah. Um, But even then when it's like, okay, I have done 250 episodes of this fucking podcast. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know. Like, when it comes out tomorrow, I'm just going to be, like, you know, cheering at my desk and yelling probably a little bit. Um, The thing that I won't do, um, that I don't feel the need to reward myself with as often anymore, is with physical things. If I want a Lego set, I'll probably just buy the fucking Lego set. If I want, you know, a, a stuffed hey hey... Stuffed hey hey, I will the buy. Chicken, yes. Yeah, I will buy my little five dollar stuffed hey hey, right? Um, uh, I don't. I uh, bigger things I save up for. Man, I saved up for building a second brain, and that was sort of a reward for myself because it's something I'd wanted to do for a while, and so I did save up to take that course, and I'm really so glad I did. Um, but it was also more of a when can I get in right. thing. Um, and I, uh, but that, I, I, it finished today, so I'm probably going to do a little celebration, like, well, we did actually in the session today with a, you know, congratulate, you did it, this is amazing, here are some wins from other students, you know, we, we did a group thing as part of it, it was really, it was really good. Um, I find those more valuable now. Yeah, yeah. You know, I can, sure, I can look at my minifigures, my little Lego minifigures over there and go, those are really cool, but... They're, I mean, they're they're cute little pieces of plastic. Yeah, right. It's not like you know, yeah. People, other people who have have done the thing with you. Yeah. Or you know, like if I make a fancy dinner, that just being able to eat it is a celebration unto itself, right? Oh yeah. yeah. You know, I I don't feel the need to be like, 
you just, Ursula just released a book. Let's go out to dinner. Although if we were going to do that, we're, uh, we're way behind. Well, and, uh, uh, I, do you mean I'd have to put out more books or that we haven't gone out to dinner in ages? Well, we DoorDash stuff. That's right. Like right. Celebration. That's just a, no one will cook who will deliver. Right. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, you know, have we had like the last, I want to say big celebration we did like that was when you got the two book deal on Dragon Breath. And we went to the meat faucet. Okay, yeah, but also we're we're old. <laughs> if we try to go to the meat faucet again, we will die. Like, <laughs> or, or or we'll have to spend extra time in front of uh, the meat faucet. For those who don't know, is a Brazilian steak steakhouse, basically. Where they bring you just the meat on the skewer, and you can just be like, "Yes, give me more meat." Yeah, you just you flip the thing, and it's green. And while it's green, the meat faucet is on, and they come and they deliver. They just will. Bring a whole roasted thing up to your table and slice off some pieces for you, and then on to the next one. Yeah. As long as as long as that that thing is flipped to green, the faucet is on, and you just flip it off when you need a break. And um, fortunately, they have a a bench about twenty feet in front right. of the door because the one time we were like, "Woohoo, let's go celebrate!" We staggered out. And made it to the bench, and we're like, okay, why is marijuana illegal, but they'll just let you eat all the meat you want? Yeah, this yeah. is This is, what the hell? I am high on meat. Uh, yeah, yeah, we... we oh, yeah. And KUEC, the po- other podcast we did, took some... some... Really took, <laughs> to, did some damage. Yes. It, it did some damage. Um, <laughs> all right, if I have a really good day, I might have one of the Twinkies in the cabinet. Oh yes, which which we did not buy. A friend dropped off, and yeah. thus you know, yeah. But the only person in the house is that's going to eat a Twinkie at all is pretty much me. Yeah, I'm not a Twinkie person. Yeah, so, so yeah. we just you know, uh, but that's that's like a uh, you know, maybe a couple times a week. Not like I'm having a Twinkie at lunch and a Twinkie at dinner and a Twinkie at you know before bed. Yeah, your yeah. toes would fall off. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that's, yeah, that's, 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 I celebrate. It's just, it's small. I don't feel the need to do the big things. Um, Cause honestly, the thing is, I don't feel like we're in a place where we feel like we need to deserve the big things. If it's a big thing, like, yeah. let's go to another country. Let's just go to the other country. We don't have to like yeah. do anything yeah. to deserve um, it. Uh, not that we've gone to another country since, and, you know, COVID. Yeah. Still. And I mean, so there, there is, you know, next year, uh, we'll actually have our, 10th wedding anniversary Good that God. might that might be worth a, a a big a big something yes right but i i love trips i love having uh, as taurus balog said way back in year one and he will tell anyone about this um have experiences things you will remember things that you can take with you because i can't take the minifigs with me um but to my dying day, I will be able to say, you know what? I ate sliced yak penis and kissed a baby yak on its little nose the day after it was born while we were in Tibet. Yes. I will be able to say once upon a time, I was able to haul my fat ass up all 300 stairs of Patala Palace. That's right. I nearly died. And don't pretend you weren't feeling. Oh, I was, I was feeling it. I was feeling it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Um, uh, we celebrated, we just did a little, ooh, we made it when we got done with that one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was more, <sighs> Yeah, I think it was more at dinner that night when oh, we had come yes. down. Yeah, it was like, yeah. we did it. Okay, yeah. We never have to do it again if we don't want to, because we Indeed. did it once. Yeah. Uh, we should actually wrap this up and yeah, talk yeah. more 
Um, uh, and I'll talk know. about and I'll talk about our charity yes. after because I'm the person who's announcing the charity. But uh, yeah, it's time to uh, it's put time the chickens put away. chickens away. Yeah, yeah, go go make sure everybody went to bed. So yep. yeah, thank you so much for Absolutely. doing this again. Yeah, I mean, it's look. I don't cook, so I will pinch hit for any of these you need. Yeah. Okay. Great. Because uh, you know what? It's what? been. Um, it's been five years since we've done an official interview with you, too. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk more about that. But in the meantime, we'll be right back after this. to thank Ursula for standing in as the interviewer hey, this week. I'd like to thank Kevin for being such a fantastic guest. <laughs> and things will be back to normal next week. Well. As it were. As close to normal as it gets anyway. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll kick off year six. I have some great interviews I'm really excited about um, to start us off. So hey, um, how about a badge code? Oh, do I have to think of the badge code? No, you code? don't have to think of the badge oh, code. Oh, thank God. Yeah, no, our, our badge code, our word this week is OMG250. OMG250. Okay. Which is better than, you know, in the past, where it's like year five. Yes. Year four. Yeah, no, OMG250. Um, I thought it was, was a good one. Uh, you can take that to productivityalchemy.com, and you can put it into the little badge code thing, and you will get a badge, um, which I will be designing probably tomorrow morning before this thing goes live. And uh, you can find out more about badges there, what you want them for, what they're for, why you like them. Uh, take that sentence and rearrange it till it makes sense. Right. And then uh, you got it. Yes, absolutely. Uh, there are other things there that you can do, like you can check out prior episodes. You can... Links to past shows, links yep. to past guests. Yeah, all that stuff. Um there and, is also a big link that says support us. Yeah, and under that is is like Ursula's Patreon and my Kofi and things like that. Don't. Yeah. Don't. We're good. We're fine. We're fine. Um we can we can afford I can afford to buy plants. Kevin can afford to buy Lego minifigs and chickens. Yes. So and chicken food. Good. So yeah, we're we're good there. Uh what you should do though is you should go uh support our friend Tango's extra life. The big Extra Life uh, weekend is coming up in, on the 27th through cool. the 29th, Memorial Day weekend. Big, like, all-weekend Extra Life uh, stream, telethon, whatever you want to call it, that Tango's doing to benefit... Who is he benefiting? He is benef benefiting uh, his local hospital... Uh, his, his, the Children's Hospital, Colorado. So that's the big one coming up, and y'all should go over to um, Extra Tango's Extra Life, which I will be putting a link to as the, you know, charity spotlight, and uh, go support that. Yes, sponsor that. It yes. is it is gaming and 
streaming for a good cause. Absolutely, and it's uh, there are a couple intermediate sort of minor events like weekly streams coming up um, that are going to be, you know, that are always kind of fun to yep. watch. Um, and, Perhaps you know, not as fun to watch as tiny baby chickens, but that is not Tango's fault because nothing a human can do is as entertaining as tiny d- ba- Dale baby yes. chickens. But, um, you know, if uh, at, I think it's uh, for $250, you can, um, if, I, I think if when he reaches the first $250, he's going to uh, um, color a chunk of his hair um, uh, neon lizard green. All right. You know, if he hits, uh, let's see, um, I see uh, bright orange psychedelic sunset, rockabilly blue, and uh, manic panic hair color of your choice if you give $250. You all can right. choose what color to do his hair in. So, yeah, that's that's all some of the incentives out there. But, yeah, it's all kind of cool. So, yeah, uh, go check that out and support that because it's a really good cause. Yes. And Tango is one of my D&D players. Yes. Yes. So, yes, his suffering is amusing to me. There is that. Yeah. Is my suffering amusing to you in, in terms uh, of D&D? Or? Uh, honestly, in D&D terms, I think it's more the GM's suffering is amusing to you. But uh, I mean, a payback's player. a bitch, but hey. yeah. <laughs> okay, give me credit. If I, was, if I was a player and not the GM... Yeah. We would have found the place by now. Rooster would be would have converted half the pirates to the oh, church yeah. of the good boy. They would have taken us to the ruins and uh yeah. What about steel? You steel just said Rooster. Have, yeah, well, yeah, no one would have converted under steel. Steel would have just bashed their heads together and said, "Tell me where the fucking ruins are." And they would have been like Yes, ma'am, that way. Yeah, steel is very direct like that. So, yes. Really, there's a lot to be said for, yeah. uh, for that, yeah. So anyway, um, thank you all for five years. Thank you all for 250 episodes. Those of you who have been listening since the beginning, go you. Um, Those of you, you who are, have caught up uh, by listening from the beginning, I, I am in awe and terror of your fortitude. Uh, really? Um, so, yeah, thank you so much. Uh, it's been a blast, and I'm really excited to be starting year six. This um, may be the first time we've done this where you haven't like gotten tear misted up about the fact that you've been able to do it for six years and how supportive everyone is. And... I am. Um, I'm keeping it all in check um, because it's right there on the edge, and if I let myself go, oh, I'm, okay. I'm going to need to to clean up. So yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll. So go. anyway, yeah. Thank you all. I'm looking forward to a new year. Uh, it's going to be great. I'm really excited and. Um, Thank you. So do your best, um, no matter what it looks like. Seriously, no matter what it looks like, to um, stay productive. So we're going to be married for 10 years? In a year from June, yeah. It's going to be nine years this June, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Doesn't feel that long. I know. I think it was just like two or three years ago, wasn't it? No, it was 2013. Oh, yeah, by the way, this, this Labor Day, that it'll be 10 years since you won the Hugo for Digger. And proposed to me on stage, sort of. I need to go lie down. It's, yeah, it's, it's time to flump. <laughs>